0: I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm travis and i'm pat and you're listening to sessions at aol no wow. we're just kidding we're not <laughs> uh this isn't sessions at aol this isn't 2003 this is uh on the biscuit Episode 11? Are we episode 11, Pat? Or uh, mm-hmm. did I mess it up again?
0: Dude, you know what? I'm a little off track. Let me check quick. might. Yes, you're right. It's
1: 11. Thank you. Um, okay. Dude, I miss AIM a little bit. Those were the days. You, you know When they actually played real music, they listened to real music. It's just like things were good. Better times. You know, MTV, you know, On the Beach, Palm yeah. Springs, Spring Break. The, yeah, you, you put
0: in your buddy status. You know, it's a whole talk shit about a lot of people in
1: there i got in some heated aim battles like really really gruesome stuff i was just talking more so about like mtv and like musical performances but like yeah like we're talking a a different planet the whole the whole aol aim as a whole like they they were popping back then would you judge me if i told you sometimes I, i go back in the vault the vaults of youtube and the crevices and i I find different performances, you know, Britney Spears, 2002, Oops, I Did It Again, or, you know, a little puddle of mud, or even like some Nickelback, just live on, on TV, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, and I take myself to this world, this magical place, and I think, it's not 2021 anymore. It's 2003. Ah, yes. When times were easier, things were more simple. <laughs> when you thought they were tough, and then you realized recently, that wasn't so bad. Love was easy back then. Yes, L- love was actually a lot more intricate because you had to go out to the club, out to the bar, out and about on the beach, yeah. and have yeah. a real conversation and have emotions. You couldn't just text yeah. it. I didn't. I didn't do much of that back then. I was a young. I was a buck
0: We were both bucks. We. I don't know if you were slinging biscuits early off, early and often, but
1: I was not not yet for me. <laughs> you know, one of the earliest biscuits I remember slinging was. Uh, I was I was four years old, just turned five. Sorry, just turned five years old. I was getting my. Yeah. Uh, my, my teeth taken out, like like the, your children's teeth, I don't know what they call them.
0: Yeah, and, yeah uh, baby
1: my, teeth. my Yeah, my baby teeth. My mom handed me over to the dentist, was like, here you go. Here's my chubby five-year-old child. They gave me back. I came out of the dentist office, and bam, on the TV, nine eleven was occurring right before me. I don't know why it just went so dark. That was, yeah, what a turn. That was, what did that have to do with? I don't know. I really don't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to have anything. It doesn't matter. It's- that was just a memory of. That was just a dark memory you had. Yes. It, it's was there something?
0: Was. Did you like the dentist? Was she cute or something? Is, she, no, gave
1: no. she gave me an apple juice. Gave me an apple juice. the door. that was and that nice.
0: meant a lot for you. And then you have
1: this powerful memory. Obviously. Let's take that frown. Let's turn it upside down. Listen, <laughs> we're gonna give each other energy today. Right. The podcast is starting. I'm not sucking the life out of the podcast today. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little bit tired today. I'm getting deja vu. I was telling Pat, I'm getting deja vu. I feel the same way today. I didn't sleep great last night, as you know, when I was younger, like in high school or like fresh out of high school, and you go for you know a six a.m. workout on the weekend or you know a six a.m. skate, and then you just slug out eight hours on the job the following night. That's how I'm feeling. But guess what? We're not going to bring it up anymore. We're going to leave that in the past. I'm going to feed Pat some energy. We're going to have a great podcast today. We're not going to suck the life out of it. That reminds
0: me of like. High school hockey, Christmas break. So say like freshman, sophomore year, I'm at public school, junior year, whatever. You go to the – for some reason, my coach – because it would obviously be break from school. My coach would love these like six-in-the-morning practices. So you would have to get up at like 4.30. And then I would come back, and I was – back then I refused to nap, completely refused to do it because it's like I'm going to miss the day if I nap. So I would wake up, come home, and literally just play NHL 12 – for hours on end. And I was so good at it back then. Like I don't I haven't I don't play much now, but I'll I'll be willing to challenge anyone, obviously. But at NHL twelve, fuck no, you're not beating me. Maybe at NHL twenty
1: one, but not twelve. That was nine years ago now. Wow. <laughs> you feel old, you just really did that was almost a decade ago. Marty how weird it was is covered. You bought the game, you were playing it a no, decade ago. It was uh, ago. I think it was Stammer, dude. Is it, it was Stamkos. Yeah, Brother so. was 2013 NHL. 13. I think. I think so. Yeah.
0: I was so good at it. I just played nonstop. But then I grew out of it. But
1: that tiredness just reminded me of that. Yeah. When I was a kid, I uh, I had in my mind if I owned all the NHL games from my like 2002 to like the present date, someday We'd it'd be worth it. a lot of money. Well, it'd be worth oh. a lot of dope. And then I realized by about NHL 12, I was like, this ain't worth shit. I might get like 10 bucks for all of these, so I just sold them all. Yeah, yeah, that'll. Yeah,
0: they're <laughs> not a of, lot of money. Uh,
1: speaking of buying or selling, uh, let's uh, let's intro today's song "Selling Garden" the mailman from the Super Unknown of 1994. RIP Chris Cornell. Forgot to intro today's song. Great song, "The Mailman." Uh, God bless couple, that quick, song. Uh, yeah, yeah. God, God bless his soul, and uh, he's missed. Great musician, and uh, I think it's been about four years since he passed. But um, on to uh, a couple house cleaning things as we always do to start this podcast. Uh, first off. Uh, Last week's podcast, with Michael Downey, didn't do as well as we'd hoped. But we thought there was a lot of really, really good information. If you're looking to start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, if you want some insight into you know, three guys that have been doing it for a while, obviously Mike doing it more than all of us and, and more successfully, there was a lot of really great information. Information that. Super good. Yeah, they got Pat thinking about it what he wants to do. It got me fucked
0: up. No, it got <laughs> me whole. It, it like ruined my week. It. it I left the episodes. Like, that was a really cool episode. I left inspired, then it ruined my fucking week. I, I had a miserable few days because I went back into this huge debate dude but this actually this is an interesting topic because downey like for the he is a successful youtuber, I mean extremely you could say he 's got two hundred what thirty over two hundred thirty k subs that guy and rakes in money like holy oh, like just raking it in yeah, he does very well for what he does um and we were he would give us some recommendations like he's like I don't believe really in doing more than one channel just put it all in one and show that it's you and I'm like okay so I spent for little did he know like probably fucking nine months like I was going crazy if if I should separate and make a new channel for my skits or if I should all keep it all in one and I came to this conclusion because and I don't think Michael realized this but like hockey has such a niche like the audience where all they want is hockey and I I realized that but it's after this interview it fucked me up again i was like oh maybe i should put it all back on one but then i came to the realization that like i grew this audience on hockey vlogs or just vlogs in general of like my maybe it's fitness maybe it's hockey but it's essentially you know hockey vlogs the life of a hockey player and the audience which is you guys listening to like you crave it crave, crave 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 hockey and it's like for me, and I'm sure you too, as a creative mind or creator, you, you have so many different like interests and branches that you want to expand to. Like you just recently started was a travel blog, right? We're starting Did a couple of different different of travel blogs, yeah, travel Canada. And it's just, so it's like for us, we have so many things, but it feels like sometimes the audience is so narrowly hockey. That's just all they care about. It's maybe specifically our audiences because that's, I don't. Know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, I, I will. I will agree, but I will disagree with you because I feel like with uh, Sensei Downey, I call him Michael Downey, mm-hmm. I call him Sensei Downey because he's so knowledgeable. For those that uh, didn't listen to last week's episode, but with him, he, he's developed a you know a catalog of videos that, that are so. Verse, you know, like he's showing you how cranberries are harvested one day. He's showing you, you know, he's riding the train from Winnipeg all the way up to the northern tundra another day. He's doing Secrets of Vancouver, you know, hidden gems. He's, you know, doing European vacations. He does so many different things that he does very well. And he follows a similar formula, which is why, you know, maybe one out of every five, one out of every ten, or that home run that really, really, you know, gets a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand views. But he's still hitting that home run every now and then, and he has some really highly searchable content, like searchable videos. And I, and I think the one part where, where you and I kind of differ a bit is all the videos that, that I've made since the dawn of time, I feel, have followed a similar format of like I, I'm opinionated. I have my opinions. I have my views. I have the, like the way that I see things, and it's said with integrity and, and honesty, like, it's, you're always going to get 100% travel, 100% of the time, right? So whether you're watching the train vlog from Vancouver to Winnipeg, you're watching me, you know, eat shit in Sweden, or you're watching me unbox, you know, the new Bauer Hyperlight stick, you get a very similar vibe, a similar feel, same character, same settings, just different context, as opposed to the skits where I, I, think, the, I, I think the best comparison for what you're doing... Is like a a cover YouTube channel or or a cover band. You know, like people come and they want to hear the Led Zeppelin hits. They want to see, you know, the Kiss cover band, but they don't give a shit about your singles or your original stuff. Like they're like, buddy, just play "I Was Made for Loving You." That's all I want to hear. I want to hear "Revenge" too. I want to hear "Revenge" the original album. I don't want to hear your original stuff. You want to deviate into some vlogs? I don't care. So I, I feel like you've kind of pigeonholed yourself a little bit. But I think if you bridge that gap. Adding the personality into the hockey videos, I think your skits would do a lot better on the same channel because there, there's that bridge. You know what I mean? Like if I was to hop, if I was to hop to the to the building next, you know, across the street from me, I'm not just hopping. I'm gonna try to build, you know, like a trestle, build a bridge, maybe even, uh, you know, maybe I'll take the elevator down, walk across the street, and go up. I'm not just gonna hop, you know, 100 feet in the air and hope for the best. Right, but I, I, I'm not gonna put it on the same channel.
0: I don't want to. <laughs> I, I no, I, I really because I thought hard and long about this for many months. Like uh, my reasoning is like I I I took a little step back from the hockey vlogs because it felt stale for a while. But I'm kind of I've been doing them again, recording them, filming them the past couple weeks. But I'm gonna start doing weekly again. The it just the skits or sketches, whatever, it maybe it's like they're not all hockey related. And I feel like if I'm going to put them on my main channel, it has to be hockey related for them to click it. And I just think it it the for the people I'll promote them in my current channel, and for the people that like them or enjoy it, will go over and watch them. And then it also opens up the opportunity for people who aren't a fan of hockey to then see them and be like, oh, this this is funny or this is good. I like this guy. Meanwhile, on my main channel, I'm I'm bringing back weekly vlogs say I'm showing my personality, I'm bringing that back, and they're like, oh, he has a fun personality, let me go check out his skits. And that's kind of the way I'm going about it. I I just, I think separating it for me is the best option because it creates
1: a different potential audience. You, you know what I found as well, uh, and this might be the last point I'll leave you with here on this topic, is that when when I started uploading consistently, and and not just like I'm going to upload three videos a month, like I'm uploading every monday every wednesday every friday at the same time you know 52 weeks a year i found i started seeing a lot more success because people knew in their brains it's been it's been almost two years like i know monday you know 7 a.m there's a new video wednesday at nine like there's a new video ready for me at that time ding 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 ding. travis video is ready okay i'm gonna go watch it so i think if you start hitting that consistency i think you might start seeing a little bit more success another one last note is um my agent called me the other day, and uh, he said we need to have a talk. And I was like, "Oh, this doesn't sound very good." And he says, "Why does everybody else making hockey videos or goalie videos fucking suck at it?" And I was like, "Hold on, wait, what do you what do you mean by that?" And he's like, "Well, I, I watch what you do and, and and what the big dogs do, and and it's 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 watchable and it's well produced." And then you try to make your own videos, or you try to watch somebody else's, and it's like, what is going on here? And I think a lot of people don't appreciate really what goes on behind the scenes of making a day in the life of a college hockey athlete, or, a, oh, yeah. or just a video in general. Until you start hitting record, you get the camera, you start rolling, you have no it's a idea. Lot. It's very difficult. Yeah, it's a lot. I, it's dude. I actually,
0: I taught I, in my I made a day in the life uh, video of like so it's like a day in the life of a professional athlete, which is. My next video coming, just getting back into it a little bit. Uh and at the end I like to cap the video off, I'm like, I go on some like walks to clear my head, like mentally. I'm like, and I started talking about it. I'm like, because I'm always on go, it's like between like hours of skating working out, and then whether it's filming a vlog, a skit, writing it, doing the podcast, or editing a bunch of clips, then I like thought about it, I'm like. I just said a lot of shit like the average person isn't realizing how much actually like time that we're consuming that is that we're putting into this like we don't really have too much free time during the week because like whether it's you you're making if you're doing three vlogs like you're filming it you're editing you know what I mean it's back and forth and then you're
1: skating and you're working out it's a it's a lot that people don't understand that goes into it but it flows naturally it it is natural and people don't notice that which is what you want it to be like it yeah. should it should exist naturally, not be forced naturally. Yeah. But uh, speaking of natural, uh, we're, we're still in the housekeeping notes. We haven't even made it into the topics today. We're uh, <laughs> falling behind the eight ball ears. So we're going to make up for lost time. A right. couple of rapid fire questions. Are you a shredded or are you a cubed hash brown kind of guy? I guess it Sunday depends brunch, on the day. Family goes out. You get French toast. You, know, you get your eggs poached soft. Get some bacon. How do you want your taters done? Um, I'll go shred? Depends on the day. I'll go shredded though. I'll say shredded. Okay, okay. you That's good. That's good to know. I'm all oh, shredded. Don't bring that cube oh, shit around me. My Get apologies. Out of here. So over, so over. Um but like, what uh what, what wagon you driving? What kind of car are you driving these days, Pat? I have a twenty eleven RAV four limited. You know, you should, you should put a T in front of that Rav four. Trav four? Yeah. Every, funny, eh? You you know what? Somebody sent me that like five or six years ago and every time I see a, a RAV four I immediately think T in front of the RAV4. Dude, 4 and I just you have to get a RAV4. I'm not
0: getting and a then, RAV4. And then tape like a T next to it. RAV4. Dude, come
1: on. <laughs> you that have to. You have to. That'd be your I'll trademark. That <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with a pickup truck. That's uh, bleeding me dry. Yeah, but well, uh, if you ever
0: go on the RAV train, that's a good marketing
1: move. <laughs> once you get on the train, you can't go back. Speaking of not going back, we have a viewer of the week. Pat, you want to tell everybody about our viewer of the week this week? Yeah, let me pull up the uh, picture so I know his name. Yeah, so if you're listening to the podcast, and basically in a nutshell, if you're joining us new, you're fresh this week, if you have some BS story for why you love the podcast, how the podcast changed your life, or did some incredible to or how yeah. you saved the world, let us know. We'd love to hear from you.
0: So this guy's name is Marcus uh Fis- Fisico. Fisico. Whatever it is. Anyways. Is,
1: is he Mexican or something?
0: I don't know. He, he's a hockey player. He's got a little hockey icon. And he says, Pat, buddy. So I'm just, you know, feeling good. I'm going to respond. and go, sup, hoss." And he says, I told my bird I knew you, and she just started gumming me. <laughs> 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 I go, yo. I So I actually misread it at first, so I go, yo, why'd you do that? And then I was, realized what he said, and I was like, Oh, laugh my ass off! He goes, dude. I put the pod on when I flew on into her landing strip. <laughs> Made me finish bare quick. Hearing Trav, no homo at all.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. That's, uh, that's, so, that's really good to hear. I don't that's, know. That's, yeah, I
0: don't it's know. Probably how to the like, best
1: thing somebody said to me all week. To be honest with you, that might be one of the nicer things I hear this week.
0: I just laughed. I didn't know what to think of it. I'm like, you know what? Someone's someone's getting head. To our podcast, and they're busting to your voice. All fair play.
1: Speaking of landing strips, yeah. For the first time in history, we had a female drafted to the OHL. You want to? Uh, you want to kick us off for that? I don't know. I, hold on, Maybe. just quickly
0: because quickly before we move on, because this actually reminded me of a time. This one time, I had sex to my own video. So. <laughs> This girl, this girl goes, we had like the TV playing and she's like playing music. She goes, Oh, let's watch your videos. And I'm like, uh, like, no. Okay. All of a sudden I like, <laughs> she turns it on. It's in the background and I didn't realize it's just going on. Like all my what video was it? What video? And all of a sudden, like, yeah, mid pump. And I, all of a sudden I hear my own voice and I like look over. I'm like, what the fuck? This is weird. <laughs> it's just, it was the, uh, dad, car ride home with dad after a bad game so i'm just here like myself yelling at my oh. son like the kid going like oh i'm the shower guy you know like in the background well <laughs> it was a weird experience it was definitely weird so anyways <laughs> on to the landing strip ohl females getting drafted what is what's
1: going on here is this i was told by an inside source who said he will personally come and murder me if i mention his name so what we're gonna you know for my own personal safety not mention his name He said that he heard – so first off, uh, her name is – shit. is it it Taylor? I I think it was Taylor something. Jeez, I I should know this. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. But so she was drafted uh, by the Sarnia Sting, first goalie ever drafted in the OHL. And I believe she was taken with the last pick in the draft. And what I was told by this inside source was uh, the Sarnia Sting uh, haven't been good for a while. Currently, they have a goal in the pipeline. I, I believe he's playing four... Wait, no, they didn't play this season, sorry. So they have a goal. He's going to be their starter next year, Ben Gaudreau. This kid's probably going to be like a top 10 NHL draft pick. Like, he is just a stud. So they have the flexibility right now to you know, put whoever in the backup role or whatever because this kid is so good, Ben Gaudreau. And so the, the team's not doing very well financially. They haven't been very good for a while. I think the last time they were good, they had Steven Stankos on the team, from what I was told. And they drafted the girl with the intentions of if we draft her, we're going to get a lot of media out here for training camp next year. We're going to get a lot of good free PR that, hey, we drafted a girl. Come check us out. You know, people are going to want to buy tickets. And you're going to open yourself up to this new audience that, you know, they love women's hockey or they're, they're all on that side of the spectrum. And, and they're going to they're buy season tickets. They're going to buy tickets to a team that is financially on the cusp. So, Whoever is working in the marketing department or making those decisions, the Sarnia sting. Three thumbs up. You just made the team a lot of money and possibly save them from bankruptcy from a hockey decision. From what I've been told by this Ben Gaudreau kid, you could put a fucking pylon on the bench and it doesn't matter. Like this kid is that good. So if if she, they put her on the team as the first goal girl to play in the OHL and she's the backup, maybe she plays three games out of like the entire year because this kid is so good. Now if he gets injured, they might be in you know a little bit of a mess. But they have so much going for them with this one guy that it's almost like there's, there's no downside to it. Where I see things a little bit differently is that she's – oh, shit. I think she's like 15, right? Six, bo- 16. So just quick, her name is Taya Curry. She's serving it up in the kitchen. Chef Curry with a shot, boy. <laughs> I don't know what that was going on. but um, Point being is that girls, I feel like they physically start maturing around like that 12 early, early 14. Yeah. yeah, a little earlier. Right. She's peaked already. Uh, from a maturity perspective, I'd like to think so. Men yeah. start, you know, around that sixteen-year-old age. So in the next two years, you're going to see yeah. her physically probably stay the same, and yeah. you're going to see these men just become Develop. or so these boys become men, just these, yeah. you know, big brutes on ice. 100%. So I don't know if uh, she's going to see much success. It's a very good Prove point. It's it's a lot of reasons too why,
0: like, as kids we would see a girl on a boy's team because, you know, she could keep up, she was good. But that's the, that's the thing that the maturity level of a guy is slower and later. So it, it, it happens. And once like say, the girl is fully matured grown and developed at age 10 to 12, let's say, like say 12 is the average, the guy, most guys haven't even started the process of puberty at 12. Like it's, there's a lot of guys who have not. And then all of a sudden from 12 to 20, there's a there's a whole lot of growth in a in a in a guy still developing. Where this girl, like yeah, she might like you said, you might be able to keep up with the sixteen year olds. It might be good, but then it's just like all of a sudden the eighteen, the nineteen year old, the twenty year
1: old men might be a different level. But hey, we're talking NHL draft picks. Like these guys, are, like she's gonna be competing against first round picks. You know what I mean? But that's
0: not. I mean, that's not a knock on. Her, I'm. I, she has an opportunity to be the first girl to play in the OHL. I mean, for her, that's sick. If she does good, proves everyone wrong, fucking awesome. She. But either way, like, D- does she, so does she? Does she change
1: in the same room as the rest of them if she's in the Sarnia thing? Or what are they gonna doubtful? Do? Doubtful. They'll probably have her own little. And like when they have like a rookie party and they have like the hazings like I, I could only imagine. Like you gotta like not invite her because that that could be got like pretty ugly, pretty fast. Oh with today's yeah, society. That... you know what I mean. Like with the shit that guys do at rookie parties, it's
0: not even rookie parties. I mean, yes, the rook, rookie parties are one thing, but it's just like the culture of a group of guys versus a like group of doing a podcast. The culture of a group of guys versus a group of girls is completely different. Like, was that your mom like, or your dad, or was that Neil coming? That the is my there? dad?
1: Oh, what's up? Tell Mister Shea I said hi. Yeah.
0: To say they're out with the team. Like, is, there's definitely going to be some sort of like uh social issues, like where she's not invited, or like she might be comfortable Like
1: she she can't shower with the boys. She's gonna have her no own shower.
0: Can the boys not have like guy talk in the locker room if there's a girl there? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, oh, like the boys have
1: a nice weekend, <laughs> know, whatever. They were really, yeah, like yeah. you can't. Like, and what I'm thinking too is like if if you're the owner of the team. And like you have like a dressing room, like a Sarnia Sting dressing room, which obviously they have. So do you have her get changed in the referee's room like she probably has up to this point? And does she shower in the same showers that you know the fellas do? Like there's so many, like you have to adapt the team around
0: that. 100%. know, they're, they're, it's going to be separate, it, but it's going to
1: definitely complicate things for sure. That's interesting i feel like i might get canceled for saying that but like that's that's realistically they're gonna have to change that they have to change some things if she's gonna be on the team yeah no they
0: do they do I, if i've heard like high school uh girls have played like uh boys high school hockey and they've like had separate changing areas and then she'll like come in at the end like at x time and then they'll have the like pregame speech whatever like she's gets dressed separate showers separate it's just the thing. It, but at that, OHL obviously has never had to, the OHL, NHL has never had to have that issue or college. It's, but so it's like one of the
1: coaches come in the room, they blow a horn. All right, hear ye, hear ye. Everybody put your wingers away. She's coming into the shower. Thank you. <laughs> they got like a whole like fire alarm and everything going off, just yeah. everybody's aware. <laughs> Spe- speaking so- of, uh, uh, anyway, speaking of jobs, uh, let's talk about the Logan Paul fight. Okay, no, no matter what side of the spectrum you end on this Logan Paul kind of stuff, the real winners are people like me who did not pay for that fight. I didn't pay a dime. Pat paid for it. Pat is the real loser here. Nobody won unless hey, you did you know buy what?
0: It. I'm just giving back to our community. I, I'm supporting other creators.
1: The guy made $40 million last year. I don't think he cares about <laughs> your seven bucks. No,
0: I know. But I split it between three people. It was like 17 bucks each. I don't really care. But whatever. Yeah, you could have got a free one. You win. Ha ha. Laugh at me. Ha ha. But
1: I – did you – so you did watch it though? I watched some of the highlights. I I knew going – like when I heard that it was an exhibition match and it wasn't an actual – like a real match, I was like, oh, I was thinking about maybe dishing out some money for it when I found out that it was exhibition. I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, yeah, because it, so it doesn't go on records.
0: But I mean, there's a money grab.
1: They fought. Like, I'll pay for the Jake Paul Tyrone Woodley yeah, fight before so I pay for that.
0: Here's my reaction to Logan and Floyd. I watched it live. I'm a big. I've become a big Logan fan in the past two years or so. Since probably since he started doing his podcast, because then I got a feel for who he was as a dude. And I and then his, his like content matured with him because obviously he was, yeah he was definitely I didn't like him when he was doing his I guess pre Japan like because he obviously what's took a going step on back. logang welcome yeah. back to another it was video just, it was too much it was extra it was fake you know and then he dropped the egg and I I like him I'm a fan of his now so anyways. As a guy like who started doing YouTube too, like to see he was some random big clown from Ohio and never he didn't go like yeah, he was decent high school wrestler, or whatever he was good, but he' didn't, he was no D1 athlete. He was that was it. you know he, he starts making six second vines, pops to fame, starts vlogging, fast forward X amount of years, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather, who is arguably the goat of boxing. Like that's insanity. And That's super cool, as like from his point of view, like as a kid who just grew up with a dream of like started doing video and all of a sudden he's boxing Floyd Mayweather because of it, it's crazy. So, I thought that was cool. The fight itself, I thought it was funny because Logan, I think Logan was way bigger and stronger than Floyd thought he was going to be. Like, we're Floyd, talking about a
1: five foot, he's, he's about five foot four, Floyd Mayweather. He's a small he's guy.
0: Yeah, like 5'8", I think 5'8". and he's just, but he's like, he weighed in one fifty five. That's the heaviest he's ever been.
1: And Logan was like almost just under two hundred. I think he was like yeah. 191, one ninety one six one.
0: He, by the time the fight happened, he was over two hundred. Yeah, and he's like six two three area. He he's a big dude. He he is he was a giant in there. And it's funny because like Floyd couldn't beat him up. Like he was trying to beat him up and he couldn't do it. Like he tried to play it like like oh you know I train in like one two times a week you know i had fun in there I'm gonna, like trying to play it down but he couldn't beat him up and he was mad about it and he, he was getting aggravated in the fight and he to me was visibly embarrassed about it and i thought that was interesting and the announcers were just trying to shit on logan the whole time but i'm like you guys are kind of being assholes he just went eight rounds and didn't get beat up by floyd
1: Speaking of making money, the Money Team, Floyd Money Mailer. We need to take a quick commercial break to tell you about today's sponsor, Billy's Smelling Salts, the best sponsor in the game, bringing this uh,
0: wonderful podcast to you today. You know what makes Billy's Smelling Salts
1: spelling salts? <laughs> what Listen, makes Billy's you're Smelling get so Salts special? On these Smelling Salts, <laughs> you're not even be able to spell after <laughs> you're call your own name because these things are so great. You're, you're gonna, gonna take, them, you. put them under your nose, is. <laughs> Just give her a quick huff and you're going to be alive, you're going to be awake, you're going to be sharp as a tack, you're going to be feeling good, ready to start your day at 5am.
0: Yep, you get ready to win with Billy's Smelling Salts. So they get you in the zone. They're designed for gamers, athletes, and competitors. So apparently gamers, if you're a gamer out there, they're not just for athletes. You're, you're in a you know war zone, Call of Duty, or maybe a uh, Fortnite pump a little Billy smelling salts in you get in the zone and you're going to come out victorious. Uh, Billy's smelling salts bread winners simple as that and you can buy them at shopbillies.co that's shop shopbillies.co and uh, if you use the code bizkit b-i-z-k-i-t 69 bizkit 69 you can get 10% off on all smelling salts Back from the ad break, shout out to Billy's. Billy's Smelling Salts, the best in the game. Thank you for I'll sponsoring us. I want to say thanks to Billy's
1: for uh, sponsoring us today and, and uh, keeping the podcast possible. As a reminder to everybody, Billy's, uh, they pay us. So you need some smelling salts, pick up some smelling salts. The place to go. Uh, back, back to the uh, fights, uh, Jake Paul Woodley. I love the uh, Disney outfit that he had for the weigh-ins or, or whatever they had the other day. That Disney outfit was cute.
0: He's playing into the, I'm a Disney kid, and I'm going to fight an MMA champion. And win. Um, yeah, so you think Jake will win?
1: I think people really underestimate him, man.
0: I don't... Yeah, they do. Um, he's pretty good at boxing. He He's come a long way. His first fight, he was shit. But over the last few, like the way... He, like, yeah, Nate Robinson sucked, but... I mean, he fucking planted him. You
1: know, what I mean, like just put him to sleep on the he, floor. He
0: he has some real power, and he's pretty smooth and tight, like crisp with it. Woodley can Woodley in his prime, I don't think Jake would touch him because he was so powerful. Like, I don't know if do you, have you ever watched his highlights or his old fights? Yeah. He was it's a, a machine. Like, as he's gotten older, he seems to have lost a bit of his fast twitch, you know, snap power that he had. I mean. But he can still hit hard, nonetheless. But he's always been trigger shy and had allowed people to walk him down. So it's either, for me, it's like Jake's probably going to outbox him. And I I don't know if people realize that. Jake's probably going to outbox him. And if Woodley wins, it's because he's going to just fire a right hand and drop him. Like, he's going to get outboxed and he's going to go whack him. Like, that's his, for me, so it's like, I don't know if I can bet that Woodley would win. Like, I think Jake's going to outbox him, but my prediction is that woodley catches him with a right hand and drops him whether jake survives
1: i don't know i think the part that just absolutely baffles me is the fact that boxing is becoming a second career choice like the first career didn't work out so you're just gonna go boxing ah, like you know like, like you go to school you know you go do athletic therapy kinesiology become like a sports scientist or something for 10 years you're like ah you try boxing maybe that's my next thing it's crazy dude it's taking boxing into this new light like
0: no one actually watches not no one i should say but a lot boxing's dying out as people like but way more people watch logan paul jake paul fight than they do actual boxers which is bizarre and it's creating this like now the tiktokers are fucking boxing it's creating this thing like all these uh Social media stars now want to fight each other, and because it draws money, they realize that. Like, they started this trend. You know
1: what? Let me ask you a question: If somebody cut you a check, obviously we're not talking millions of dollars, but like, would you get into a boxing ring and fight somebody? Potentially get your head kicked in, depending on who you're fighting. Well, like, who am I fighting? Am I fighting another like hockey YouTuber? Well, let's let's be honest. If you're fighting, and all due respect, God bless Coach Jeremy. Thank you for coming on our podcast. I think if you box, box Coach Jeremy, the Nash, Chris from Hockey Tutorials, like, <laughs> name me yeah. one person that wouldn't be asleep within the first thirty seconds if you're boxing Pat. Like, I, I think you'd be very hard pressed to. But like, if the opportunity presented itself, would you would you take it on?
0: Yeah, like if the money, if it was like a big check and. I'm not fight, so I'm not going to be stupid enough and naive to go fight a real like boxer who's been doing it for years after what a month training. Like I wouldn't be that level. What's the paycheck? What are they paying for me to get in with like a like a say MMA fighter? I don't know. It probably have to be a. I would have to be a bigger name. It would have to be millions. Like, yeah. but for man, like I don't know, a f- cool fight maybe like destroying like that dude is an explosive athlete he's he he's smaller too he's quick so like i don't know that would be an exciting one
1: right and also like i i hope this doesn't come across as racist but like dude black guys can fuck you up fast like like the speed that they possess like when like at least i found when watching mma or boxing like a black guy versus like a white guy or whatever like the speed like that they have with the jet is incredible so, like, if you're fighting, destroying, like, you might be in trouble for, you know, if Donnie or Aunt lands a, a right on you or something. Well, yeah, well, so that's uh, it seems... Is that racist? Is that racist for me to say? I, no, I don't think
0: so. I think you're just complimenting. Yeah, I was like, black I, people I, are fast, you know? They, they're powerful. There's something... Well, they, they might... They seem to be more explosive than, Sorry, explosive. Explosively yeah, powerful. They seem to be more explosive and fast-twitched than, than a white guy. Like...
1: Me, you, I'm just slow. Well,
0: statistically speaking, if you look at say like the top runners, the top, the fastest NFL players, you know what I mean? They're all black. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's. Tom Brady. I think that's just. That's yeah, he's slow. He's slow, but he's good. He's skilled. It's different. But yeah, in destroying too, like destroying is fast. Like he did that challenger game
1: thing, and he's. I've seen him run forty-yard dashes. He's a fast, explosive guy. You seen that guy's house? How much money that guy has? Holy! Who yeah. would have thought? Giving up your NCAA D1 scholarship would land you just like six mansions and Teslas and all this other stuff. Sign me up.
0: Dude, no, I know. It's cool. It's actually really cool to see because he took it and blew it up further even after he gave up football, which was cool. So,
1: you know, it actually kind of gets us into our our next topic that that got me thinking. I guess, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but... The, the reality of making videos is that people are going to hate you, right? Like people are going to disagree if you have an opinion or, you know. Like I feel um, I, I'm a part of this like little goalie group on, on Facebook. It's uh, like for goalie creators, goalies that, that want to make videos and stuff. And it's I think it's like 10 or 15 people. And, and like I try to help people when I can. I, I'm not in there super often, but I try to. And one of the things that I tell people a lot is like if you want to be successful, you have to be the best something, which I'm not. You have to be the first to something. You could argue I was the first to start doing like real reviews and stuff, or you have to be the most different, which I think I fall into that category. So like having an opinion, having – being polarizing or whatever one way or the other and not being vanilla, right? Everybody likes vanilla. Everybody does vanilla. No Like name yeah. me one person that doesn't like vanilla. I'll show you a liar, right? Well, and
0: you mean just like to an extent, but people like being that because they want to fit in. But like yes. – no one, no one remembers the normal vanilla guy.
1: Like, name me one person that you can think of that's vanilla, not polarizing, just goes along with the status quo that is memorable. I can't think of one. That exactly. No
0: one, no one remembers normal. You gotta be different. You gotta be. You
1: gotta have your like, own thing. Nickelback, Chad Kruger, different, not the status quo. Uh, uh, what? What? Another example. Guy Fieri with his frosted tips and all the slang that he has. Another guy who's very, very different, but. Polarizing for yeah. a lot of positive reasons. Jeremy Roenick, you know, the, the Spit and Chicklets crew, all polarizing people. Whether you think they're assholes or sexist, whatever end of the spectrum you fall on, they're polarizing. They've got your attention. they got you to care. For sure. McGregor. And exactly. That, I think one of the best chirps I've ever heard in my life is the interview with uh, Nate Diaz. And uh, he's like, oh, Nate, you can take a break. Why don't you go take a break, Nate? And when I say take a break, I mean go get me a coffee. Take a coffee break, Nate. Where's my coffee, Nate? Two cream, one sugar. Now how about that coffee, Nate? Give me my coffee. Like just, just Dude, on him like a dog he was, hungry.
0: The, then the now are the person doing the interview is like, alright, we're gonna go, we're gonna go in ten. He goes like Nate can only count to five. And then Nate's <laughs> like,
1: I can count to ten. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> just jerse himself. He was ripping. I was that was those were
1: funny uh, exchanges they had. Those are some of the best. And then Nate, well, Nate Diaz walks off screen for the interview. Connor's like, "What's that noise?" Ah, oh, Nate just left. He's like, oh, "I told him to take a break. I'm glad he finally did." <laughs> get my coffee, Nate. Where's that coffee, Nate? But uh, the, the reason I bring this up is um, I, I've been getting a lot of backlash for uh, the, the opinions I've been putting online about uh, True the company. And, and uh, I don't want to get into it like into too much detail, but more so in the sense of. I've always believed... And this is how I was raised. You know, my dad listens to the podcast. He's probably going to call me about this the second he hears this. But I was always raised to be honest and to have integrity. Because if you do, when you say something, it means something to people. Like, if you're the vanilla guy that goes along with the status quo, nothing you say really means anything to me. Like, it's just bleh. It's just the universal status quo. When when I say, for example, uh, don't buy true equipment because I believe you shouldn't for these reasons it holds some weight because i'm honest whether you like it or not whether it's going to get me in shit or not i'm going to be honest about the way that i feel about things the, the amount of true reps that i've had recently just blowing me up in the dms or sending me emails or messages or leaving comments in the videos just attacking me just call me a scumbag a used car salesman or whatever and then you flip to the other end of the spectrum and yes i am a, i'm literally a used car salesman i sell supplements and whatnot online the other end of the spectrum, I get messages from former employees, guys that used to work at True or for them or whatever, and they say everything you're hitting, everything you're saying is hitting the nail on the head, dude. Like you're a hundred percent on the money, but that's why they're former employees, right? It um, it, it drives me nuts because if because I want to be honest, I want to have some integrity, but you yeah. can't do it without having I somebody know. come
0: after you. It sucks. It, everyone. Like these companies, these, I don't know, maybe teams even too, like GMs. And so they want you to follow the rules. They want you to fake, you know, kiss ass. Like everyone expects, like it's it seems to be a, the, the trend in ma- many professions that you like to kiss everyone's ass until you make it. But it's like as a person for me too, like that's something I struggle with because I'm like, I'm not going to fake it. I'm not going to fake to you and pretend like you're this great thing and lie. What? For what? You, oh, I, then I can be part of your crew your company your like i don't know it's just what am i giving up integrity right you're giving up integrity to to pretend and make money i don't know well, it's and, just, and
1: also when, when you're when you have integrity and you're honest and true to yourself and you say things how they are it slowly builds over time right like so for example and the, this is the big reason why i bring it up um, have you been following any of the drama in the fitness industry with uh stealing video ideas like greg du and whatnot or no
0: no, not of recent.
1: I usually there's am a big, with that, but no. So there's a big beef right now of uh, like who's stealing video ideas and whatnot. And the one constant I always find is Greg Doucette is always himself. He's all he, he, he says things the way they are. And although maybe day one I wasn't on board over watching 10, 15, 20 videos over the last year, now I'm on board. I'm like, okay, when Greg says something, it's, yeah. it's the holy gospel. Like it means something it holds some value. But if Greg lies to me, and sells out and feeds me a line, all that trust just went back to square one. Like it's it's so hard to gain that trust and integrity, and so easy to lose. And, and I value that. So I, uh, I, I basically I had a true rep that just called me up the other day out of the blue and just shit all over me over the phone. <laughs> and uh, it, well, I'll talk about it in a video coming up. But um, I mean, you can't
0: uh, you can't lie, right? What do they want? Like, what do they want you to lie and say you love their equipment because they're paying you? But it's like.
1: Well, basically, I in a nutshell, I, I put in the video that they accepted my order as a pro order, which meant that we were going to deliver it around August 1st because I want to leave middle of August for uh, the season. And, and I gave them dates. And I, I originally said, I was like, I'm going to leave August uh, the 17th as of right now. And the guy calls up. He's like, yeah, we're going to get it done on the 18th. It'll be done on the 18th, probably a little bit later than that. But that's when you're going to get it. No earlier than that. You did this to yourself. You have nobody to blame. You want to make videos the way that you do. Well, this is the way it's going to be. So I said, you know what? I'm canceling the order. I'm just not gonna buy the gear. You know what I mean? Like like I'm I'm lucky enough where I haven't given a deposit or anything on the gear. I'm just not paying for like I'm not, I'm not buying the gear. Like right. you know what I mean? Rightfully so. And They're trying to be hard asses, like the fuck? Like I, I make YouTube videos sharing my opinions. And yeah, if you're if you're a shareholder, you're a rep, like you work for true, you're gonna hate my videos. Like like why would you like anything that I say? Because every time I say something negatively about your company. It 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 affects your job. Line. And here's one thing I will say that will probably shock a lot of people. Okay. I, I've I've harped forever. I'm not a big fan of the guys at Bauer, but what I will say, guys like Spencer or Bill or Mark at Bauer Goalie, like the Bauer team, can't stand them as people, or my personal professional opinion. However, they have been knocking out gear the last year, year and a bit. Like they have done an incredible job. I, I tip my hat. You can't see it, but I just tip my hat on the uh, the video version of the podcast. I tip my hat to Spencer, Mark, and Bill and those guys at Bauer for what they've done with their gear. Listen, I, you can take the feedback and get butthurt about it, or you can do something about it. And it seems like some people are taking offense to it and taking it personally, not taking constructive criticism as well. And others are taking it very well and taking it in stride.
0: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's just part of it, part of the game, I guess, but... I, I'd I'd say I'd side with you in that
1: situation. I mean, I mean you're on the podcast with me. I mean you have no choice,
0: right? But I just don't see. I, I don't know why like they would try to be hard asses about it. That's kind of weird. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you were
1: if you shit on them, but like the, uh, the the manager of the retail shop that I order from his, is named Zach. He's a great guy. He was, he was in a couple of videos already, and, and he mentions to me all the time well pretty pretty regularly he's like listen I, I tell the guys at bauer i tell the guys you know true whatever just just play ball with Trav. you know what i mean like take care of him as a customer listen to some of his feedback you don't have to agree with what he does but you, you keep him happy he'll stroke you off for like, like like my bauer skates i bought two thousand dollar skates last year they're amazing i love them. i tell everybody ultrasonic skates incredible i <laughs> highly recommend them you know you're mean? stroking off bauer right now too like this past two minutes you're pro- if you're listening to this you're like well, what has come over to? Great? <laughs> well, well what they've done last year i really i really like so spencer mark bill even richie richie kind of annoys me sometimes but you guys have done a great job with some of the stuff you've done last year uh tip my hat to you if bauer is listening
0: to this i'm also a big fan of bauer you know if you and guys want to not
1: polarizing
0: pat can take care of you no i i and i actually i've used bauer most of my life too um just saying, just throwing it out there. I've never tried True, so I can't speak to their equipment or their sticks and whatnot. I'm in the blue, I know a lot of uh people, not a lot of them, but there has been I've had teammates who love it. Their skates and sticks, but I mean it's not the most popular on the team. Most guys will use CCM or Bauer, I'd say. Should we post this as a reel on Instagram and tag all the reps? Make them see it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that. We'll, we'll post it as a real slang on yeah. the biscuit Instagram.
0: Um next also th- actually the destroying could have been a nice like segue into this cuz he was the college athlete who got paid and ended up quitting the sport, violating the rules. Um so I guess this works well to just for the next uh seg segment. Segment. Segway. Yeah, segway segment. Uh Obviously destroying was a pioneer of like hockey not hockey athletes on YouTube, college athletes on YouTube started a whole trend. Um, He kind of allowed a space for myself to do it, which is he, but he got caught he cause he monetized his channel right away. I was like terrified of it. I, didn't I remember like you know because when I did the video with you, I was like, oh, I don't know, like maybe don't say my name, like I was freaking out, you know? Yeah, you're like,
1: keep my name out, don't put Bram Lowe's yeah. in, like anything we could give them, let's not do that.
0: Yeah, it was, it's scary because of what happened to Destroying and a couple other people, but like they made an example of him, eh? Yeah, it, it, but the thing is, so when I, the question, should college athletes get paid like by salary? I, I honestly, Probably not, probably not. So we can clip that for me saying that so it maybe as a real, like drags people in here. But as on a salary, it probably doesn't make sense. So we're getting a scholarship and if you're living off campus, you're getting paid. Not a lot, but you're getting the scholarship money to live and get food or whatever you want to do off campus. And then you can do whatever you want with the money. Not physically getting paid uh, salary. The thing where they're going wrong is not allowing a student athlete to make money off their own name, as such as a YouTuber. What? Oh, he can make a channel about cooking and make all the money he wants. But if he wants to make a channel about football, the sport he plays and the thing he's good at, no, nah, you can't do that. That's that's a that's illegal. Now you're a pro. No, that's stupid. Don't you don't have to pay them salary. But if someone's good or someone has the skill and hard work to create and make a brand for themselves online and markets themselves they have the right to brands and to make brand deals and make some money while in college because it's in my opinion you've built this whole your whole life you've spent 20 or so years now on the sport you've gone to this top level a lot of guys don't go pro and most sports like hockey has a ton of fucking random leagues like most guys, say, playing football, or whatever, they're not going pro. They're stopping right after that. And like, all these years, and they just started zero. They have no money. They put so much focus into the sport, and they weren't allowed to make any money off of it. They got that good at it and got to that top level, and college, say college football, that's fucking just about pro, and they made no money? That's, in my opinion, kind of unfair. I don't do know.
1: It wouldn't be unfair – if the NCAA wasn't making money off them, when right. the NCAA monetized, like the NCAA for football, I believe is more um, financially independent than the NFL. Like they make more money for NCAA football than the NFL does because they're not paying guys five million bucks yeah. to be on the team. You uh, know what I mean? Uh. So you have this monetizable, super profitable business. And you're not—it's like you're literally getting like child labor, basically. Like you're having everybody come in, work for free, and you make money off them. And you are like, "No, no, no! Listen, you can't make 500 bucks a month. No, that's not okay. We yeah, want that 500 silly. bucks a month."
0: I just think it's 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 unfair. And they actually, to their credit, that they were starting this change and they were going to pass the rule, and then COVID hit, and now it's all delayed. But they're going to allow. There's going to be so many restrictions, but they're going to allow. The athlete to make money off their name, so whether that's YouTube, but I'm curious to see what kind of bullshit they say. You know what the rules are around it. It's will be interesting, but for me, say too, like as an example, as the YouTube, I didn't make a dollar, right? And I like look back at it, the views I was getting of like these life of college hockey player, and I kind of like added some like okay, if ad revenue was on estimate. And if I was to put a weekly video out, I could have walked out of college with a good 10k, maybe yeah. more, probably more. With you, those. you know, what
1: would have been nice too, though, is, is if you started making these videos, didn't upload them for two years, and just sat on them. Yeah. You would have like nothing would influence your creative process. You would have kept making videos the way that you like, yeah. and then you could have monetized them. But hey, if your aunt had nuts to be your uncle, so too late now.
0: Yeah, right. That that would have been an interesting um, strategy if your aunt had nuts or no to wait on it i I did oh yeah to an extent i did uh post like i waited on like five videos that i made the second half of my senior year and posted them after i was monetizing but the ad rev was fucking terrible like you posted the worst time of year yeah covid hit and like the ad rev was just brutal dude it was so bad and i was like oh i'm making fucking twenty dollars off a hundred k video nice it's fucking sick (laughs) like what the hell so, yeah, it was a bad timing. But, hey, it is what it is. But that that's my opinion. Maybe not the salary, but I think, yeah, you should be allowed to make money and give a – because especially if sports ends, for whatever reason, injury, whether you don't make it or injury, you, you should be allowed to – like, oh, I'm walking out of college and I have 10000 in my bank account because of this sport. Okay, that's cool. I have a little head start. That I think that's a
1: fair – Do you want to talk about the Shifley hit – yeah, sure. Let's do that. Um, clean or not clean? Suspension or no suspension? So,
0: for me, I I think it looked intentional, man. I, I don't – he – it looked like he was bitter. He was mad they were about – he was about to get the empty netter and they couldn't score. He was mad. Emotion, emotions get the best. He, whatever shit happens, right? He fucking runs him. It looked like he was trying to to hurt him. Like he was like mean intent and yeah you're allowed to hit people hard and that's fair but may, did he or did he not mean to hit him directly in the chin with your shoulder like he did maybe not it can't i'm not i can't judge fucking mark mark shifley like i don't know him as a human but he did charge from the blue line in and go shoulder right to chin and obviously he fucking knocked his head off, knocked him unconscious that Headshot, I think is deserving of a suspension. I don't probably, it's probably not fair to just assume that he's a scumbag and you know, he meant to hit him in the head. But yeah, I think he It was reasonable that he would pay the price for, for that hit. I think you might have different views on it.
1: I'm a Jets fan, right? Like I don't want to yeah. see him suspended. I want to see, uh, I want to see him play. But uh, at the same time, Hit, hit was definitely um, a little late. I think the uh, injury played a big deal in the suspension. But for sure. Uh, I, I, I tried taking the Bob Memory approach on the play-by-play. I was like, he's dead. He's dead. Lights <laughs> out, bitch. He's dead. And uh, people were really upset about that. I'm yeah. surprised somebody didn't report it and get my post taken down about right. uh, the Shifley hit. But I, mean, you know, I get
0: I get their, where their emotion is because like, the guy was pretty badly concussed.
1: <laughs> you know as a fan as somebody who like wants to like if i'm paying to watch i want to see six of those hits at night like i want to see guys get (laughs) blown up left and right because like i want to be entertained i want to see some nasty goals some big hits big saves Mm -hmm. maybe even a brawl i want to see uh you know you know know, i want to see a good game i want to be entertained but uh, that entertained me That that was probably that was probably the first second third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth tenth most exciting thing in the series because that series literally bored me to sleep. Yeah, like they nothing smacked it. Eh? The Shifley hit and the Stanley goal last night in game yeah. four, or game four was like the only two exciting things that happened. Nothing else happened in the series. I saw
0: you post about that. Like this is a boring ass game. And then, like uh, here, let me
1: put this into perspective. For you, okay, <laughs> my my dad loves the Jets. He comes over the other night for uh, game two. I think comes over. We have, we you know we have dinner, and my dad leaves after the second period. He's like, ah, I'm just gonna leave. Like the game is just putting them to sleep. I go to my mom's the other night to go watch the next game, and she loves the Jets. She always stays up to watch the game. And after the second period, she's like, uh, "You know what? I'm kicking out. I'm going to bed. Sorry." <laughs> like, like, what a just boring not an exciting series. series, huh? Oh, terrible! Like the Oilers series was great. This series was terrible. I'm Let's an stop. Islanders fan now. I hope the Islanders win the cup because I would love to see uh, a little more Varlamov. I'd love to see a Varlamov Vasilevsky rematch of last year. And then uh, let's get Montreal and uh, Colorado. You know the old uh, Patrick Waugh conference. That'd be final. nice.
0: That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. For me, didn't really. It, the series bored me as well. Didn't couldn't really catch my attention. I didn't love it. Obviously, the hit made a lot of uh, noise, but. Shifley, did you see the press conference after Shifley was trying to like oh, make us feel he's bad for him. He trying to sketch
1: his sob story like leave my family. Like it was family. like a, I can it like handle Terrell Owens, road man. Road, man. You Mike, know Terrell Owens and Tony Romo from like 10 years ago when he's like that's my quarterback, man. You can't <laughs> you can't do that, man. That's my quarterback, man. If you do that that ain't fair. You can't come after my quarterback like that. Like, that's what he was doing, man. Like save listen.
0: the sob story, man. No one feels bad for you. Like you made a cheap hit. You got suspended. Life goes on. Like I don't know what kind of messages they're getting, but it seems like it's just those diehard fans who are just talking fucking Twitter shit or talking Instagram shit. They're not like if you can't just ignore it, then I don't know. Like hey, don't, here, we're not here's another bad for you, man.
1: here's another idea for it. You. you know, I know we're talking apples to oranges. We're talking an NHL player with like like five hundred thousand or whatever he has for followers compared to us. But I love when people shit talk me. Like, like when I read hate and like just like vengeful, spiteful comments, I sit there with my popcorn, and I just shovel it in my mouth, and I'm like, yes. Thanks for talking about it. <laughs> I can't wait to read the next one. You know, like yeah. people are making nasty comments about your family or whatever. Yeah, okay, maybe that's a little bit far, but like, dude, get over it. Like, you're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. You, know, you don't like it? Here, here's an idea for you get off Twitter. Get off Instagram. I'm sorry. Your fucking butt hurt because somebody right. said they're gonna kill your family over a you know a bad hit. Yeah, <laughs> they shouldn't be sending those messages. Yeah, but you signed up for the job. You're making a lot of money. You'll be fine. You'll get over it. Don't sob me with any of those like sad stories. Like, yeah, my family's getting attacked on Twitter. Right. Yeah. I, I just thought that was kind of like, all right, man. Like,
0: I get it. That sucks, but. Like, just trip no one, back just no one's back. feeling bad for you you know like save it stop trying to manipulate it the other way just to eat it and go on but um is that all we have do we have anything else we want to hit on
1: is i guess like, i had i had uh, one last one I, I had uh was um i guess quitting hockey in the sense of you know you you, you and i talk all the time about like what do we want to do with hockey what's coming up uh, youtube yes. whatnot like kind of where, where are you sitting as far as uh, your hockey career goes, your YouTube career? Like, What do you want to do for uh, the well, short and long-term? Being uh, So I've always
0: been vocal in my videos of that. After hockey, I want to – like I would like to pursue acting. It's something I've always been passionate about, and that's why I, like I'm so passionate about doing like the skits and the sketches. Um, I don't know – like – i'm in such a weird spot right now right because it's like hockey was canceled for me this past year so when you start like obviously i wasn't gonna just sit around and you know be upset about it i just put the time into doing more skits and stuff but it's like i don't know where my hockey career is at right now like i could go play and i could do really well and go from there but it's also like yeah at some point or another i would like to whenever my hockey career may be over i don't know how much longer whatever the years are i would like to move into that realm space somehow some way obviously it's easier said than done but you say so. your heart's more uh, towards that than playing hockey these days well it's, uh, i don't know because it's always been both things that i love doing like i know i i only put it on video over the last couple of years but it's like i was doing both my whole life that's always been my two things that I love doing I love playing hockey and then I love doing these like skits acting and stuff so I don't know to ask me which one my heart is with more I don't know I, but I know hockey has a time limit more so than than say acting but I mean you could you only have a prime of your age once but for hockey especially once you start getting past 30 it's it gets pretty hard to keep playing yeah so so i mean yeah while i can do it it's probably smart for me to do it right like because how much longer do i have hockey in my life five years right like i don't know i'm 24 you
1: know so who knows that's, I was so saying that's that to myself weird. the other day. I was like, you know, like, how long do I. Realistically, like you said, five years or less probably before the body says it's time to, you know, close up shop once and for yeah. all. You got to sell a lot more lawnmowers in that time being to uh, make it out on the other side of 30, I guess. But yeah. I feel I feel like, and feel free to disagree with this. I guess this will be the last point of it today. The BS of the hockey world kind of makes you fall out of love with the game just a little bit. I like think you still love playing. But like the bullshit of like you got coaches telling you what to do and how it's gonna be. Oh. You got the NCAA, you got you got life telling you how hockey's supposed to be. And it's like, you know yeah. what? This isn't the same game that I fell in love with as a kid. No. I still love it. You still love playing hockey, but it's not it doesn't have that same magic touch it used to.
0: Dude, I I I'm happy you said that. It's very even at as a D one player, it does that happens, man, and it's fucking it's not that the, you stop enjoying hockey because it's like we love the sport, right? when we're on the ice, we're playing having fun when you're playing, it's very fun you're you're enjoying hockey, but it becomes such a becomes so business, you know, everything's so serious, and it's like, yeah, maybe you have a bad coach, and that can ruin it for you, and then everyone has these expectations for you as it goes on, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that, and it's just like dude, I'm just trying to enjoy playing hockey. Like I'm just trying to have fun. This is what I love doing. You can, it's so easy to get caught up in the other bullshit. So if you're listening this far into the podcast, that's a little tip for me as something I learned as a D one guy, where hockey somewhere in the middle of my college career was, I, I was drained, like did not, was not having fun playing. I changed my whole mindset of like, let's stop taking it so seriously. I play, I'm playing a game because I like it. It's supposed to be fun. And if you're not having fun with it, you got to change your mindset because it's yes, take it serious and do the best you can to to go as far and be as good as you want. But don't forget to stop having, don't forget to keep having fun. That's, that's like a huge lesson to
1: learn as fast as you can. That's kind of why I put up the video the other day of um, I'm giving up on college hockey because like you want to play college hockey for a coach or a program that's going to tell you put the camera away you're going to do things our way you're going to follow the program you're going to follow the rules and it's like that is why i don't i am not as in love with the game as when i was 10 years old when i was 15 years old playing summer hockey having a good time just we're just showing up right here to have fun like as opposed to you know for me personally i can go to europe or sweden or anywhere else in the world that isn't college and i can i can just enjoy myself i can enjoy life but yeah yeah uh, it's true what do you say? We cap it there. I talked say, about not draining the podcast. I just drained the podcast. Was last no, five minutes.
0: No, I think that's. I I think it's a cool, a good message to give to, especially maybe like an up and coming hockey player, because man, it it can. It yeah, gets you it, fast. It, it, it can't. You got to make sure, especially as you get older and things get less exciting. Like it's fucking like Christmas. You know what I mean? Like as a kid, Christmas. You got to make sure to remember to have fun doing it. Don't get so emotional about it don't get so angry it's just fucking have fun play hockey and you know don't let anyone take that from you
1: all right well uh episode 11 of Slingin' the biscuit uh you're listening to sessions at aol with travin palin thank you for listening as uh always at every week uh, we come back every Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern, Thursday morning, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your stuff. we got a YouTube channel, too, on the Biscuit uh, on YouTube. So if you want to watch the podcast or kind of see our expressions and uh, see my lackluster background in my Beautiful apartment, you real. can do that. Thank you so much, Pat. We can uh, we can do that. We can do that every Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern. We leave, leave you with this song, Soundgarden, The Mailman, from Super Unknown of 1994. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks a lot for listening.